been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene. Today is August 2nd, 2021, and this is episode 46. We want to thank you all in advance for taking this magical journey with us today. And uh, we got a fun show. The crew is going to discuss their favorite resorts to hang out in on non-park days. We have Mark from This This Life podcast stopping by, plus all the latest news and info that you can handle. Uh, before we do that, though, let's do the Disney Underground roll call. The Disney Underground roll call. First up, the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Hi. <laughs> Hi ho. Hi ho. And then from Sunny Miami, Joey and Sam. We got Joey and Sam in the house today. Not happen. That doesn't happen very often. Hey. There you go. It was funny hearing Dan try to get that one out, man. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think he was going to do it. Every, yeah, everybody doesn't know that before we started recording, we're cracking jokes here. So Yeah, it's, all, it's, it's really, you know, I was talking to people recently, too, that were doing live shows. I said, yeah, we don't really, we can't really do a live show. And they're like, well, why not? I was like, because what you see as that's an hour and a half really is like a four hour, it's a four hour recording. So we can't, but. Um, we screw yeah, around so much. We, yeah, we, we have a good time. At the end of the day, that's because we have a good time. So. If we once didn't enjoy each other's once in a while we laugh. Yeah, once in a while. Hey, listen, if we didn't do if we didn't enjoy each other's company, the show would be over in 15 minutes, right? So um, yep. at least we you know, at least we enjoy everybody's company. And you know what today is, guys? It, we're one day away from our one year anniversary, August 3rd. Oh, what? Oh. Yeah, nice. one year, man. No so, Time flies, Wait, was, man. Was Sammy on the first show? She wasn't on the first show, but she was part of the, the whole the whole thing. So she was on the second show. In fact, everyone that was out of state was on the second show. The first episode was actually no. The first episode she was on the first episode. Our first episode was an introduction to all the people on the cast. So yeah, I everybody that. was on that first episode. So really, everybody was on that first episode. Except except for me, of course, I wasn't. You know, except for you, because you weren't. We didn't even we didn't know you existed yet. Well, we knew you existed. We didn't know you. But yet. you just didn't want me at that time. Well, <laughs> we didn't know we we didn't know any better. <laughs> I asked Sammy, I was like, hey, maybe you could bring your husband on. She goes, no, he, no, he's, no, don't. So Sammy really kind of sabotaged it in the beginning. Yeah, I believe it. So he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't well, like this. I guess that ends my commitment. <laughs> yeah, your contract's up, Dan. Okay, he's like, wait. Finally. Today we got a new year and done. <laughs> we got a new chair to fill and I know the perfect person to fill it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, I know. So, we won't, <laughs> so, um, but guys, yeah, it's kind of exciting. One year today, wow, or t- tomorrow really is our one year anniversary, which makes me realize like we all only met really only just over a year ago. Yeah. It sounds so amazing because I feel like I've known you guys for twenty years. Time flies, um, yeah. And and I tell you what, any of the listeners that I ever speak to, any of the anyone that hits us up or hits me up, or other podcasters, or, or anyone that ever just listens to the show, they always swear we've known each other for so much longer than we have. And I said, no, we just we literally met like maybe a few weeks before we actually started doing the show. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. I was like, we sound like we really like each other because we, we could fake it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it's really just been just absolutely an amazing, amazing run. And um, looking forward to another year. Yeah, another two years, more. another three years, another four years. Yeah, yeah we have so much longer to go. I think Dan's really been really hung up on the one year thing, though. I think he's he was like pretty much done at that point. So. <laughs> yeah, what I agreed to, you know, <laughs> like, that's what my uh, 
my court documents say. It was a yeah. good. It was a good run. Yeah. Good <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I got it. I got this. I feel for you. Yeah, a year ago, that's when I was making bad life decisions. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know. So, how are you guys doing? Uh, Everyone's okay. Yeah, yeah, we're doing good, man. Actually, we got another. We actually got another trip coming up. Kind of surprised. Remember, we I sent you a text yep. saying, "Hey, looks like we're yep. gonna be, you know, we're gonna be coming." So I'm excited about that. Just because, cool. you know, even after our our week trip just a few weeks ago, you know, you kind of start getting that Disney blues type of thing. So anybody that goes quite a bit, you'll. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The longer you go, the more of a hangover it is. So being there like eight days or whatever the heck it was. So yeah, we, we were able to move some things around. So cool, cool. cool. You know, so, yeah. yep. That's that sounds awesome, man. And um yeah. And, yeah, and we'll hopefully I'll get to see you when you get over here. And oh no question. Uh, Come on, yeah. man. Celebrate the one year anniversary. And yeah. Dan and Steph, how is the is the are you guys still having a heat wave up there? It's, it's cool enough. Is it cool enough? Yeah, it's not cool. here. <laughs> Not there. No, we, we're dealing with smoke, and I know from Canada. Canada. We had a heat index of 105. What? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. crazy. It's nuts. Hey, uh, how how excited are you guys about the NBA draft, Dan? You? Oh my gosh! I can't stop talking about it. I know. Gosh, it's all he talks about. Hey, and just a little spoiler alert. Not really a spoiler because everybody knows about it. But Dan, you called it. You know, we were talking last week about Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. Guess what? They just did like what, like four days ago. Guess what they did? They finally officially signed to go over. They 2025, 2025. They're going to be in the SEC officially. Yeah. Of course, they already, signed, they already they already option to go over. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Don't think I didn't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into some news, man. Yeah. Let's kick it over to Joey and Sam. Well, Launchfly has done it again. They have released a Haunted Mansion Funko Pop hat. The cap has a light blue brim and the Disney Park Launchfly placard is on the front. The pattern features the hitchhiking ghosts, Madame Leota, and other happy haunts and iconic imagery. The snap closure is also light blue. This cool hat will run you $34.99. Have I want you one. Me too. I want one too. Yeah, automatically. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. It's so cool. I actually like how the logo, the lounge fly is on the front like that. I just thought it tied in okay. I liked it. Yeah. Well, you guys know how much I love lounge fly in general. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it's we just do. a little bit. I only like it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I wish they do uh, keep going with the hats. Mm-hmm. I think Maybe it's a nice option for yep. people that don't want to or can't afford the backpacks. Wow. This is the first time they've ever come up with a hat. With a, with a hat? I don't know. I've never seen one before that I that I can remember. Maybe those this will start to be a thing. Maybe. All right, All right what, what else we got? So also, Epcot will be opening earlier than 11 a.m. standard that has been in place for the past year. On Saturdays, August 7th and August 14th, the park will now be opening at 10 a.m., which is an hour earlier than we're used to. We now have an extra hour to enjoy Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. The park will still close at 10 p.m. on those dates. So far, these are the only dates with earlier morning hours at Epcot. It's interesting. It's just those two days, but yeah. I'm guessing it'll pave the way for maybe more, you know, more days that they'll maybe be it's like a, like a test run or something, you know? Yeah, yeah that's it's possible. what I thought. But now, if correct me if I'm wrong, didn't it used to be Future World used to open at nine, and the countries, the World Showcase used to open at eleven? Correct. Correct. But, not, but they haven't done it since they opened back up. It's always everything's flat eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that place is still a hot mess anyway right now. It really is. 
So yeah, yeah, I'm not right. going there, but it is. It's just there's walls everywhere, and you like you got to go. It's like a corn maze right now. It yeah, is. It is. Been there. It's been that way for so long. You just yeah, I kind of accept it. Yeah. But also, new changes to the Disney Resort luggage transfer policy. If you've ever done a split stay at Walt Disney World you may have used Disney's luggage transfer services. When moving from one Disney-owned and operated resort to another, Disney will transfer your luggage to the new resort for you. Previously, guests could transfer just about anything via the luggage transfer service. Food, beach inflatables, you name it. However, now it looks like Disney plans to limit the luggage transfer to luggage only. They will no longer transfer any food or perishable items. Many guests have taken advantage of the grocery delivery services. If those guests have part of their stay booked at another resort, they now must transfer those items themselves. As far as we know, Disney Resort will continue to hold your perishable items for you until your room is ready. You know, we were just talking about this, like one of our, um, we were talking about our next, you know, big trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the, you know, because I know a lot of people do this, but we had never done it where we did like a split stay. So I really, I was like, I really want to do that on our next trip. So let's, <clears throat> you know, we'll start figuring out which resorts we do that at. But I didn't know that they even offered that. Yeah, I didn't know. Just because yeah. we never did it. So that's pretty cool. I'm just not a fan of the split stay because like usually when we get to the hotel, I usually like unpack, set up everything. Yeah, we did it once. It's it is kind of a bummer in that side of it. It kind of is. It's a little inconvenient when you have to like repack mid trip. You don't. You you, there's a part of it that doesn't feel like you you can really get settled in the room because you know you got to leave. Like typically, I don't even. Well, I usually just. I be honest with you, I never pack unpack my suitcase. I just live out of my suitcase to be honest with you. So for it doesn't really affect me. But I know Jess, she'll put everything away, and then it's always like a pain in the neck the day before we move to another resort because Mm -hmm. she's gonna spend like as if we're packing to go home it's because it's really the same thing and um so she spends hours doing that when i really want to go do other things but now she's got to pack i definitely pictured you like a no unpacker for sure what's that i said i definitely pictured you as a no unpacker so you yeah i i just news everybody (laughs) i I don't even know what that means he's like what do you mean take a luggage I just treat it as if I'm in a college dorm. I don't yeah, take, I take my old gym bag. I got my clean pile and I, I got, got my pile. <laughs> that's right. I, you know what I always do? The dirty clothes goes in. Usually you get like, you, like usually your first day, I'll buy, end up buying something. So I'll have like one of those Disney bags. I just throw all my dirty clothes in the Disney bag. Yep. And that sits right next to my suitcase. And then my, my suitcase is on the floor, like opened up like a book. Oh and there you go. I love that. I was going to say, as soon as we get there, Sammy's <laughs> like, all the drawers are open, putting it in. Like everything's nice and organized. And it actually is nice. So. I do have OCD. So it is a pain. I have like sections. Like this is where the shoes are going to be. This is like where yeah, the toiletries. That's got it. So yeah, I can see that being a pain doing that after only a couple of days and then mm-hmm. having to like do that again. Oh, that's the only thing yeah. that like got me. Yeah. Coming. Not even just having to do it, but the time taking out. To- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it does take time. It, it, it takes a while. So. I mean, not in jeans. I mean, uh, yeah, not in jeans. Not in my case. No, I'm good. No, he just, he just throws it in there with his athletic socks and a jock strap. <laughs> well, I don't bring a jock strap to Disney. Uh, that's, that's not what I heard. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking to, Dan. They're liars. <laughs> but when we did it, we did move our snack. Yeah, I guess I didn't them. know that they. That is one thing I didn't know is that they would actually move the food. Wow. Yeah, they they would move everything that you had because you would just put it like in a bag and just put the whole we thing did? like. Yeah. Oh. I guess we did do that. Yeah, we did. We had them move it because we had leftover snacks. Yeah, I know. I just, I thought we moved. You know what it is? It's probably they don't want to be responsible if something goes bad or something. You know what I'm saying? That's probably something that happened. They probably don't want to be responsible for like someone's purse or something, which I get. But I'm confused about something because then at the end it said, as far as we know, any Disney resort will continue to hold your perishable items until you're- Well, when you get there, yeah. Groceries delivered. 
Oh, if you use the service. Yeah. They just won't take it from one resort to the other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like All what right. we do a lot of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Disney and Target are currently offering customers 25% off an annual Disney Plus subscription when they spend just $25 on Target.com. An annual subscription to Disney Plus is usually $79.99 per year. But with the Target.com discount, one year of Disney Plus will only be $59.99. The offer is only good if you are a new Disney Plus subscriber. The offer will also not apply to those who have signed up for Disney Plus in the past. The 25% savings only applies to the annual Disney Plus subscription. Disney offers monthly packages, but those are not eligible to receive the discount. According to Target, the Disney Plus discount offer will be sent to customers who made an eligible purchase of $25 between July 25th through August 7th. Customers must also be over over the age of 18 to take advantage of the offer. The 25% saving offer must also be redeemed by September 18th. It's a cool deal. Yeah, it's not bad. Really good. I mean, You're 20 bucks off. And I mean, the Disney Plus, man, the, the value you get on that service is insane. And you only have to spend $25 at Target, which is a joke. Well, that's yeah, pretty I mean, normal. That's like Walmart. You go there, you're going to buy something and you end up spending 80 bucks. I know. It's, you're checking your receipt frantically. What the heck? Like, what yes, the- I do that every time. <laughs> what could possibly be this much money? Oh, yeah. Every yeah, time. Yeah, I get oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what else we got? A new Big Feet plush has arrived at Walt Disney World. Several classic Disney characters, like Orangeburg, have been turned into these Big Feet plush. As the Big Feet name suggests, these plush have disproportionately large feet. Orange Bird is retailing for $29.99 and is reportedly found at Mouse Gear in Epcot. I want him. They're so cute. You better yeah. believe when I get there, I'm going to be getting him and the Haunted Mansion cap. Oh. All right, what else we got, guys? All right, so Disney has announced that tickets for the Destination D23 event scheduled to take place on November 19th through 21st are now available for purchase for D23 Gold members. The tickets will cost $249 for general seating and 399 for preferred seating. Wow. Plus, I know, plus it is expensive. Plus a $7 processing fee. This three-day event is going to be a massive celebration in honor of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary and will be a presentation by Chairman Joss Tomorrow called What's New and What's Next for Disney Parks, Experiences and Products. This will be a must-have ticket for all Disney enthusiasts. That ticket is expensive, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I would just watch that on YouTube afterwards. Or when they're doing it. Does anyone know what it was before? That's crazy. Yeah. It is. I, I don't even know. It's just, um, listen, if you got the money and you don't, you know, then I, you know, go go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, before uh, for the price, I was interested in doing this, but um, yeah, I'm not going to spend 250 on it. All right. Next up, uh, in case you hadn't heard, the Walt Disney World Castle has a huge addition to it. Jeff Vale, president of Walt Disney World Resort, took to Instagram to share the new stunning look for Cinderella Castle. Just when you thought our castle... Couldn't get any more stunning. Check out the golden 50th crest that was added last night. I happened to be in Magic Kingdom this morning and couldn't resist getting a photo of it with some of our cast members. It really is quite a sight. I have seen this. It's, it's actually really nice looking. So if you I like it too. Yeah, if you get a chance if you haven't, go on Instagram and just take a look. Pretty uh, major size. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, yeah I mean, listen, if you're going to go all out, this would probably be the time to do it. I think yeah. they did it right on this castle. Oh, I love it. 
redo for the fiftieth. Mm-hmm. You what? Oh, no, I love it. I'm saying I oh, love I thought it. you said you didn't. Yeah, no. I was. You know, every time they do this kind of thing, you, everyone gets a little, little tense and a little worried. But I think this actually really turned out like with this and the gold statues that are popping up. You know, mm-hmm. randomly yeah. now. I love the gold statues. Get to the fifty. It's just I think it's really thought out well for this. Yeah, agreed. All right. Next up, Disney has announced that guests will once again be mandated to wear masks while inside at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts. The new mask mandate will be for both vaccinated and unvaccinated guests that are over two years old. An official statement will be put out, or actually, I'm sorry, an official statement put out by Disney states. We're adapting our health and safety guidelines based on guidance from health and government officials and will require cast members and guests ages two and up to wear face coverings in all indoor locations at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort beginning Friday, July 30th, regardless of vaccination status. So at Walt Disney World Resort, this includes upon entering throughout all attractions and enclosed transportation vehicles, including shuttles, buses, monorails, and at Disney Skyline. I mean, it doesn't surprise me with the numbers going up, you know, especially recently. It makes sense. And honestly, like I said, I'm not getting into it too much. I just think they probably should have held off removing the mask from indoors to to begin with just until things kind of stabilize. Right. Um, I just think it was just too soon. So here we are back again doing this. At least you don't have to do it outside because, man, it's brutal. But inside, we were doing it anyway on our last trip because I I still wanted to make sure, even though there was a lot of people that weren't. eh, It is what it is, you know. And hopefully... We do the right. This is like hopefully this is just enough of a, of a lesson to learn that we do the right thing going forward now, soon, so we don't go completely backtrack the other way and now have to wear them outside. Mm-hmm. Or worse, or even what could be even the worst case scenario is shut down again. Like that would be the worst case scenario. Yeah. Um. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they'll, they'll nip it in the bud before it could. But yeah. I just hope that that you know we can just get back to where we were a month ago. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right. Next up, Disney's released the names of two actors that will have roles in the upcoming Haunted Mansion movie that is based on the classic Disney attraction. Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stansfield uh, will have roles in the movie, but which roles they will play has not been released. So the film is being produced by Dan Lin and Jonathan Erich, who also produced the live action remake of Aladdin, and it will be directed by Justin Seaman. The plot will be revolved around Gabby, a single mother, and her young son who recently purchased a New Orleans estate, the Haunted Mansion, um, at auction only to discover it isn't quite as empty as expected. So Gabby hires a grieving widower who works as a ghost tour guide, a psychic, a priest, and a local historian to exercise the vengeful spirit from the haunted mansion. I'm surprised they're redoing it because the first one was just like almost a perfect film. I loved it. I don't... It, well, you know, when you have the unenviable task of trying to not one up, but follow up something like that to do a remake or whatever you're doing, whether it's a sequel, it's going to be hard to beat. Well, I was joking. I didn't like the, I didn't like the original. I did. I oh, did. you liked it? I, I, did, I, I didn't like the original. Yeah, I liked the original. This one too. smells real bad. To me. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Lakeith Stanfield and, and Tiffany Haddish is already a better cast than the original one had. So if the story's good and they're bringing in some other behind the scenes guys that I think could definitely tell a good story. So I, I again, I didn't like the original. So maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm more biased that I feel like it, it has to be better than that. And again, I think the actors they're bringing in are already better than the original actors from the original movie, other than Eddie Murphy, really, who was at a point where he wasn't really, really putting out hits, really, right? And um, I think the people, I think the back behind the scenes people are, are a good team, too, from what it seems like. You so. know what? The thing with the original, and again, yeah, it wasn't like stellar acting. It wasn't any of that stuff. There was something charming about it, at least to me. Yeah. And that's more what it was about. It was a little bit goofy, kind of like the ride is. The ride is not completely super serious. Yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe a lot that, of good Easter eggs pulling things into the yeah. movie that, that made it 
fun to watch. I thought it, a lot of people dogged it, and I just yeah, and that's fine. I just I enjoyed it. I thought it had charm to it. I mean, it sounds like a redo of that to me, and I don't have all the details, but I just get the feeling that we're just making the same type of movie again. All right, next up, um, this is one of my favorite places. Uh, there's a new Casey's Corner baseball jersey that's popped up in the dress shop section of the marketplace co-op at Disney Springs, where there's also a matching dress. Um, the cream and white striped jersey has blue piping and a button front. So the Casey's Corner logo is embroidered across the chest and another version of the logo is on the sleeve. The number 95, I would assume is the reference to the restaurant's opening in 1995 at Magic Kingdom, is on the back of the jersey. The jersey will retail for $59.99. I haven't seen it. It's um, cool looking, I thought. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. Even Stephanie says she doesn't really like that. That dress style, but this one I want. Yeah. Because yeah. it looks very a league of their own. Yeah, it's very old cool. time. Mm-hmm. But that's cool that they're getting something. And 60 bucks for a jersey isn't really that bad. I don't think Not so. at that's all. Pretty, that's pretty standard, really. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I got no problem with that, especially assuming that they use the actual jersey material. I, yeah. It's probably yeah. fun. And it's and you and you figure you always pay a premium on D- Disney, right, merch. So right, there's not right. even that because that's probably what you would pay for a jersey anyway. So exactly. Dan, that's all I got. So let's kick it over to Steph. Okay, let's talk hats. <laughs> hey, hey guys. Hey. It's hat hey. time. <laughs> hat time. Everybody this- gather around. <laughs> the circle. There's a new hat available, you guys. Okay. At Uptown Jewelers at Magic Kingdom. That will be a must have for fans of the new Jungle Cruise movie. The new Jungle Cruise Skipper Ear Hat is part of the Disney Parks Designer Collection, and it was designed by none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It has a white skipper hat with a black brim and a pair of Mickey ears on the top. On the back, you can see a Jungle Navigation Company logo, and on the side is the Jungle Cruise film logo. The hat is only $68. It's a limited release and it comes with a bag and a certificate of verification. So this hat was available on Shop Disney, but instantly I sold know out. I didn't get one. I, I wonder... Talking about that one. Right? Uh-huh. And I know this, obviously this is, everyone's going crazy for these. I wonder if they would think of doing a version without the Mickey ears on it. If somebody would, just, you know what I'm saying? If they wanted the skipper hat with the... Yeah, with the, you would yeah think that, that would sell too. Possibly be coming with, with everything going on with the Jungle Cruise. It seems like a natural addition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a yeah. Not designer version with the expensive, you know. Right. Right, but yeah, right, I think right. you're right. Sam mentioned that these are still popping up, though. And mm. I know she's mentioned Dizzy Springs, but they sell oh. out right away. It's oh. like, well, listen, we're going to be there literally a week. So I can tell you now we're going to make an attempt. So it's know. tough when these things come out. And if you're a really big fan of whatever the item is, it's just <laughs> it's instantly gone. It's just, it's just heartbreaking. I know. You know how long it took us to find, which now you can, but when they first came out with the Remy little shoulder pals yeah oh yeah you couldn't find them anywhere it was just gone so this last trip we went they were everywhere but it took a while yeah for them that to- happened with the chippendale nutcrackers that i got mm-hmm. uh, there you go um, and it wouldn't be that big a deal if you knew that yeah but when you know you don't know for sure if you're ever gonna get it or if it's ever coming back like my yep. orange bird milk carton vase that's just gone yeah mm-hmm. no you're right it's a bummer and you, you know? spend a day you know you're half yeah. a day of your vacation running around trying to find the thing and then it's yeah. on shop disney well, well i don't do that there. sam sam does that for <laughs> me. i was gonna say right yeah just have sam do it <laughs> i will say though and again i haven't seen one of these hats in person so i'm gonna wait to judge till i do but to me that is i mean i know it's disney that's pretty pricey man for the hat 
those designer versions are they tend to be that way mm-hmm. yeah I wanted and i to get buy it, yeah. the brett ears the on ear on air ears and they oh, were speakers yeah. yeah and it was the same thing same uh, release and it was gone instantly they were 100 bucks i love those ears so yeah. well moving on to the refurbishment of the partner statue at walt disney world's magic kingdom is continuing and progressing rapidly after being stripped down to the bare metal and cleaned the patina is being reapplied with the next step i assume to be the final protection and a layer of coating material (laughs) the iconic statue will be fully refurbished ahead of the 50th anniversary of walt disney world starting in october so happy they have shown this the respect it deserves yeah that's cool very happy story there i don't know how they apply patina doesn't patina just happen apparently not okay (laughs) why don't you investigate that and give us an update next week all right homework staff homework okay homework all right hey guys guess what (laughs) it looks like casey's corners famous pianist will be returning to the magic kingdom an advertisement posted by disney states that it is seeking one full-time pianist and two substitute performers a return date has not been announced yet i am so proud of myself for making through that (laughs) well you should yeah you should have seen the rest of it. <laughs> I had to turn my I mic off. No, I know. That's why I couldn't look. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. What do you do? Well, I, I sub for the penis. <laughs> oh, well, that's boy. good news. A new entrance plaque baseball cap is now available at Disneyland Resort. It features the famous plaque bearing the words, Here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Now a small version of that plaque sits on the front of a baseball cap. Oh, did you see it? No. It's I want it. It's cool. It's I think it's metal. It looks metal. Oh, really? Yeah. It cool. should be. I haven't seen it. All right. Dinosaur Gertie's ice cream of extinction reopens at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Gertie's is located, of course, right across from the 50s Primetime Cafe. Guests can get Mickey ice cream bars, ice cream sandwiches, waffle cones, and ice cream cups at Gertie's between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. That's good news. A lot of people always bum out about that being closed. Yeah. Us included. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, It's good to see it back. I also love the 50s primetime cast. So do I. Every time you mention it, it's just a pleasant, pleasant memory. Really? Well, plus really good food, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. An excellent grilled cheese. That's all I got. Okay. Well, just a little update on Jungle Cruise. There's been a bunch, but I... I, I thought this needed to be added because I kind of freaked out the other oh, day. Oh, no. Guests have seen the new Jungle Cruise sign that was installed at the tra- attraction recently. Ooh. And when I saw it, I thought it was extremely odd how perfect it was. Well, over the past couple of days, the sign has been aged, weathered, and even incorporates the world-famous tagline now on it. I got all upset. I'm like, what are they doing? It? It's like too yeah, new. That- yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it can't be. It can't be new looking. No, right. No. Yeah, they are doing this right. Yeah, Jungle Cruise so- is so awesome. It's going to be so great. I can't wait. Well, Stephanie, I know that yeah, you yeah. love cavalcades. Love them. A new I'm Mickey a for a cavalcade. A new Mickey and Friends cavalcade <laughs> made its way down Main Street USA in Woo! Disneyland. It featured music from Tokyo Disneyland. 
Mickey leads the way down Main Street USA to the tune of Brand New Day, a song that debuted during the 35th anniversary of Tokyo Disneyland in 2018. And get this, Stephanie, Mm. he sits in the back of the Disneyland Fire Department fire engine. He's closely followed by Chip, Dale, Goofy, Donald Duck, Pluto, Minnie Mouse atop the Omnibus, also Mm. featuring... A large float of Mickey with a huge drum from the former Mickey's Sensational Parade. Yeah. I always love that drum little float. Yeah, that drum was always cool looking. Yep. And by the way, all these people aren't on the omnibus. I think it's only Minnie Mouse. The other guys are just kind of walking. But oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool that it was the fire engine. Oh, absolutely cool. Mentioned. And there's a yeah. lot of pull-ins mm. from different things. Yeah, there. I like that. So there you go, Gene. There's your cavalcade. Awesome. There's a new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway <laughs> tongue twister phone case and pin available at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The case features Pluto, Minnie, and Mickey having a picnic, and the pin has Minnie and Mickey, Mickey driving through the park. These can be found at the merchandise kiosk at the exit to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I need to add that the phone case also features my favorite birds in the ride, Chubby. Oh, and I would also like to add that Sam, when she was there last time, got me this huge Chubby Bird magnet. Yeah, awesome. All right, is Disney World preparing to completely do away with the dinosaur attraction? Recently, all mm. dinosaur merchandise was mysteriously pulled. And I mean everything. What is going on here? Retheming? Is this the beginning of the end for Animal Kingdom's dinosaur attraction or just a 50th merchandise restock? What do you guys think about this? This is very bizarre. I, I did see this and I was like, what the heck is going on? Normally, if you're going to get some type of retheming or anything like that, especially on a major attraction like that, that has been around for a long time. You normally would hear something like I can't yeah. see them just pulling all merchandise and then be like, oh, we're retheming and we didn't announce it. And we're just doing that. I've never seen them really do that. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe they're going to be doing some type of refurb there. And that's why they pull the merchandise out because they're going to they're going to maybe do some refurb in that in that area. I mean, maybe, but you still usually get some type of. Why but pull I, it? Yeah. Like, I, even I, if you would, like, why pull it yet before you have something to pull Well, in? that's what I'm saying. You would think it would come out and then you would instantly just put the new stuff in. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I, there's got to be something else to it. I'll tell you what, you know what would be cool if they did to that area? If they wanted to get rid of dinosaur, put the Indiana Jones ride there, which is the same technology, and make it like an Indiana Jones area. Joy well, really likes this ride, though, right? I do like the ride, but if they were going to retheme it for something, it needs to be Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the ride, too, but it's yeah. actually the, the Indiana Jones ride and the dinosaur ride are the same exact ride. Yeah, exactly. It's and that's what I'm technology. saying. I've, se- I've seen it a ton of times um, through ride-throughs on the videos, but that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't so, that be cool? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I don't remember... Awesome. It's because it's been so long. What is the area around Dinosaur for room-wise? Like for queues, I'm talking about lines. Because let's oh. say they did that. It would be ridiculously huge. Yeah. They, well, well, remember, a- it's, it's set back by itself. So they, they would have room. Because even Dinosaur at one long, point was in a yeah, ride that a, got a lot. Yeah, it's a long runoff. You got thought. Man, that would be cool. How popular is the Dinosaur ride? It isn't, it isn't as popular. Not like it used to be. Yeah. Okay. There's picture and in this article there was all these pictures of tons of people like getting in, you know, in the cars with by themselves. Because it was like, I hear that it's gone Ooh. way down. And oh, you don't yeah. hear, I mean, of course there's us, we like it. I would go on it. But you don't hear a ton of talk about dinosaur. I wonder if part of that's because they they already sort of like kind of they already got rid of primeval world, so there's not as much to do in that area anyway. So maybe people don't really make their way back there as much because there's not that much back there anymore. Also, it's where it's located. Like you have to yeah. know it's 
hidden way back there. Like mm-hmm. you got to know where it's at or you'll never know it's back there. All the more reason to do something like that to right. pull some of the crowd yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And you're right. Uh, since that, that land there, they've been kind of taking stuff out and there's not a lot to do there. But at the same time, I feel like Animal Kingdom should have some type of dinosaur area, though. And I didn't mind it because I like the prim- my primeval world. But at the end of the day, like, like let's face it, that was a lousy theming thing to do with. Uh, like, if you want to make like a dino land to have like it be like like carnival games and like, uh, you know, um, it is like Coney Island kind of rides. Like, what does yeah. that have to do with dinosaurs? Like, the only ride that really had anything to do with dinosaurs was dinosaur. And then the other, like, three or four rides that were in that area had nothing yeah, to do with dinosaurs. Just, right. Standard, like, little roller coaster things. And- yeah, like, they, it's like they had a bunch of spare parts for this. Oh, let's just turn it into dinosaurs. We have, you know, there's no, like, there's no real rhyme or reason why those rides are there. And, and think about it, dinosaurs are such a cool thing. You could do so many cool things putting the dino land in there, you know? Mm-hmm. But maybe they're going to, maybe they're going to totally re-theme the dino area. Well, here's the thing too because they have remember they have the, the kid um play area yeah the, the, the whole area that and the whole thing theme for dinosaurs the whole thing yeah the dig on the one funny that nothing was said though i mean that's why i don't understand if they were gonna do something like that you would think we would have heard some kind of rumbling right and that's my point yeah. i'm like what the something i just i hate when disney will do that where they just won't say anything and then everybody's like what the hell's going on yeah plus this isn't good timing i mean october is not that far away they're not going to re-theme a yeah, ride there's no way they can well i mean I, you know, look at it this way too i mean it's not like it's not like epcot's going to be done by october either though i know but so, why would they start another project no yeah i hate you saying you know I you saying, then, yeah i create more chaos until you know i don't know true yeah no you're right <laughs> all right on to more merchandise. Okay. A lot of cool merchandise. Yeah. All right. For all you golfers out there, Gene, are you a golfer? I am. All right. Well, this is for you. He keeps his golf clubs in his uh, suitcase that he doesn't take out of anything when he gets to No, the- he only has a gym bag, Joey, with his athletic socks and yeah. jock strap. Um, That's all I bring. So for all you golfers out there, new character-inspired Titleist golf bags and backpacks are available at Walt Disney World Pro Golf Shops. Now, this is something I never really thought about to check for merchandise. Yeah. You know, the designs on these bags match the Titleist tumblers, which I did not know about. Sam, tumblers. We found a Disney's (laughs) big Buena Vista golf course that came out earlier this year. Each bag features heavy-grade nylon construction and hard for long-lasting value. The characters featured include Donald, Chippendale, Jiminy Cricket, and Mickey Mouse. The designs have a backpack, hanging toiletry bag, duffel bag, there you go, Gene, for your all your clothes, and drawstring <laughs> sack pack. However, be warned, these are extremely pricey. Well, that's a shocker. But they're, well, for sure, Titleist, of course. Yeah. Like, I'm talking the backpack's $170. Ouch. A lot. But the tumblers and stuff they have, like Chippendale with a golf club, like they're they're, so cute. they're unique to you know the golf courses. I never thought about going there. I do love tumblers. Like I, oh, I know. I, I, I heard a couple things. Can't we have to go to a golf course? All right, Stephanie, another piece of merchandise here. Okay. Guests can find at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resorts and Campgrounds the new corksicle bottle inspired by the resort. The bottle is covered in faux wood grain with a Fort Wilderness logo on one side. Other corksicle resort designs, which I didn't even know about, have included the Polynesian Contemporary 
Contemporary and Jean the Boardwalk. Love it. Ooh, no. It's kind of a Yeti insulated, you know, whole oh, thing. Yeah. But these yeah. are like, they're almost like a combination of an aluminum like beer bottle and drink shaker, stainless steel shaker. Oh. It's a weird shape. And they got popular by coming up with this uh, wine air cooler that you, it has a cork at the top and you put it in your wine and it's this like icicle, oh. but it doesn't melt. And your wine gets poured through there. That's where it kind of oh, started, I guess. Brilliant. I had no idea about the corks. <laughs> I didn't see her. Yeah, pretty cool. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Stephanie, yeah. you know her from Marvel. We're yeah. big Marvel people. Yeah. Joey. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 of course. Is suing Disney <gasps> over a breach of contract with Black Widow after it was released on Disney Plus the same day. It was released in theaters. We've been talking a lot about mm-hmm. this kind of controversy, but now we have a yeah. lawsuit. According to the Wall Street Journal, her agreement with Disney's guaranteed an exclusive theatrical release and her salary was largely based on the box office performance of the film. Disney intentionally induced Marvel's breach of the agreement without justification in order to prevent Miss jo- Johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel, the lawsuit lawsuit stated black widow recently broke a box office record for biggest box office collapse in the marvel cinematic universe due to it premiering on disney plus on the same day as in theaters according to the lawsuit johansson's representatives sought to renegotiate her contract after learning of the dual release strategy for black widow which she has said is her ninth and final Marvel movie. Disney came back after this with this statement. There is no merit whatsoever to this filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in this callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Disney went on to say that Scarlett Johansson has already made $20 million from the film and stands to earn more through the digital release. They also deny any breach of contract. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is one of the, I saw this and I was like, well, and in, even me and Gene were texting. I was like, well, you know, she should probably get a, a, at least a, a chip of that, um, mm-hmm. the home release. That would be fair. Yeah, it would yeah. be fair. The only thing is, and again, if, if they breached an actual contract, because I don't know how they look at it as far as with the pandemic and all that stuff as being a reason for it. But if they did breach a contract, then yeah, she's got some merit to it. The problem yeah. I have as a regular person, if you if it's true, she's already been paid 20 million. I really don't care. Right. Exactly. I just don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, the only thing I can think of that she's hitting so hard on it is she announced it was her last. Like this is her big hurrah leaving. Like yeah, I know it's what a way to what a way to burn your bridge there. But, I mean, but it's also yeah. it's also you know in support of the theaters like the the movie experience so and that's I get it. part of it too. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it's I don't think she necessarily cares about the the about the about the movie theater experience. I think she's got shorted money, and I think that's the only thing that she and I'm not calling her. A, a shallow person for that. A lot of people would feel that way. Like, you know, a lot of people would like, but I'm supposed to get X amount. And if it would have been in the theaters, I would have made this amount. You know, I think it's going to take a third party to kind of see, and there'll be, there'll be a settlement. I, I'm not, I'm not, there's not a doubt in my mind. And the thing too is she's got another project she's working on right now with Disney. So that's what I'm saying. What, I don't, what happens with that? Like, and that's what I'm surprised she, she, she went, for it. probably not a good idea. I'm just, yeah, kind of a bummer, right? The whole deal. It's just, it's just a sour taste. Shady. Yeah, I, I get it. If the deal was that she's supposed to get X amount from the box office, agreed. She I mean, should she should get the same thing from what from the from the early buy-ins because that's I mean really the people that got the early buy-in only got it because they didn't want to go to the the, the, the theaters right because otherwise you would have went to the theaters. Right. So that was people that felt 
like it wasn't safe to go to the theaters yet. And so they got that. But if there wasn't any pandemic, they probably would have went to the, if they're spending $30 to watch it at home, they would have went to the theaters to watch it. That's my, right. that's my take. Right. On it. So yeah, if that's the case, like I said, if that's the case, then, you know, they'll, I'm sure they'll work out something as a cut for it. I think, yeah, I was like, I don't think this is going to be anything like I guarantee. I, I would imagine they're going to settle what, you know, yeah. and they'll come up with a fair agreement that they'll both agree. On. I got one more and now we'll switch gears to a, a, a happy story. Okay. Happy stories. All right. We're going to do a story here. That's, off Disney property that we once in a while find out. And there is a Walt Disney Archives 10,000 square foot traveling exhibit that includes 450 objects, including artwork, costumes, and props that tell the story of the archives, the Walt Disney Company, and Walt Disney himself. From nostalgic classics such as never-before-displayed sketches for Fantasia, Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion Attraction, and to modern-day favorites, a Wolverine costume. This amazing exhibit will be traveling to the home of Elvis Presley this summer. Mm. That's right. Get ready to enjoy Disney at the Graceland Exhibition Center. This six-month-long exhibit is now open and will remain open until January 2nd, 2022. General tickets are $15 for guests 11 years and older, $8 for guests ages 5 through 10, and guests under the age of 4 are free. And once again, lucky D23 members got to enjoy a special preview night before anyone on July 22nd. This looks extremely cool. I know. Yeah. Really awesome to see what we have in it. Yeah, this is definitely a road trip, man. Yeah, we got to go to that. It's really cool looking. Very cool. So there you go. Cool. I'm up. I'm up. So Walt Disney World has announced when we can expect to see several restaurants throughout their properties start to reopen. Pizza Safari at Disney's Animal Kingdom will be reopening on August 2nd. Columbia Harbor House at Magic Kingdom will be reopening on August 5th. And then over at Disney's Yacht Club, the Yachtsman Steakhouse will also be reopening on August 5th. And at Coronado Springs Resort, we have Toledo, Tapas, Steak, and Seafood. And they'll be also opening August 5th. All right. And a couple of quick services will be uh, locations have reopened in the Magic Kingdom. We have Prince Eric's Village Market and the Cheshire Cafe have now officially reopened. That's where you can get that Cheshire Cattail, which um, if your pet is a big fan of Disney and Zoe is the biggest fan of Disney. She uh, she used to watch, I used to, you know what I used to leave on for her when I would go to work? I used to leave on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse for her. She'd oh watch it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you may want to stop into Memento Mori next to the Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom to check out the new pet bowl that they're selling. The Haunted Mansion Feed Me Foolish Mortals pet bowl is ceramic and has purple Haunted Mansion wallpaper pattern on the outside. And on the inside, the bowl says Feed Me Foolish Mortals. The bowl is selling now for $22.99. That's actually not a bad a bad deal uh-huh. for a ceramic bowl. I don't know how big it is. It's, it's probably too small for Zoe, but yeah, it seems smaller, but can't tell in the picture really. But yeah, it's cool. At though. least the take on the classic line is mm-hmm. cleverly like put in yeah. the bowl dish, and so it, I like. I it. like it. Let's see what else we got. If you're looking to get reservations at the California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort, then you may want to do it soon. There is now a message on the online reservation page that says California Grill is currently unavailable for bookings after October 2nd as we create a special dining experience for the 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World Resorts. No other information was given, so we will have to wait to see what kind of special dining experiences that they bring to the California Grill. And I'm really interested to see that because Uh, it's already such a special place. I'm kind of curious what they might might be doing. Maybe it has something to do in lieu of the new fireworks show. I don't know. I mean, since you could watch it there. Maybe it has something to do with that. I don't know. Right. Well, I guess we'll find out. I like that they're doing something though. I mean, yeah. I mean, that place is spectacular anyway. So if you're only going to up it more, it's only it's it's only a win win anyway. All right, what else we got? 
Uh, there is a new Minnie Mouse ear headband over at Emporium at Disney's Magic Kingdom. That looks pretty cool. They are called Desert Suede Mini Ears, and the ears and bow are brownish orange, and the ears are made of textured pleather that looks similar to a basketball, and the bow is a faux suede with cutouts, and it's and it's kind of like a frontier feel, Frontierland feel. This beautiful pair of ears is only $29.99, so you should check it out. A weird concept, right? It like, was kind of weird. It wasn't my favorite. It was... It was so weird that we had to mention it, but it it's like it doesn't really tie in with anything, at least yeah. that I could find out about it. Yeah, it's a little it's a little bit odd. All right. Well, that's gonna bring us to our most magical five this week. So let's head over there. It's the most magical five. Okay, so joining us this week for the most magical five, we have Mark Valentine from the This Is Diz Life podcast. How's it going, Mark? It's going really well. Thank you so much for having me. Before we get started on, on your ma- your most magical five, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about the podcast. Yeah, so I have been a Disney file for as long as I can remember. I grew up a sickly kid and I had a lot of health issues growing up. The only time I ever remember in my whole life not being sick or sickly was when my family would go to Disney. And it was just something about that magical bubble that made me feel like a normal normal kid for the first time in my life. So uh, it was always a part of my life. Right after pandemic, my wife and I took a trip with our, our daughter who was eight. We came back and the whole drive down, you know, and I had consumed podcasts for so long, but the whole drive down, cause we didn't fly. All we did was consume podcasts. And then I said to her, you know, I would love to do one of these. I listened to so many of them. I'd love to start a podcast. And she said, you know, give it a shot. So we got back in August. This was right after the reopening. I put on a Logitech headset, sat in front of a microphone and I recorded the pilot episode of this Diz Life podcast. And then I brought it to my wife. She's a fan. You know, she's your spouse. They have to be supportive. (laughs) And she said, listen, you know, I love you. You know how supportive I am, but Mark, you really have something. You can tell there's a lot of joy in your voice. You love talking about Disney. And here we are a year later. So we're going to be celebrating our one year coming up in August. And it's just been so much fun, man. It got us through a really rough year when the year could have been really, really bad. We made some great friends because of the podcast. We call them our Disney family now. And it really has just brought this enriching activity to my life that I I love it so much. I mean, so it's a labor of love. I love podcasting. I love talking about Disney. And now I have a co-host. Dwayne is the co-host of this Disney podcast. I met him because of the podcast and it has brought me so many wonderful people. I just, I'm so grateful for it. I'm blessed. You know what? I feel like we can say the same thing about ours. It's, it's We started in August too. What's your uh, your anniversary date? I started in August 2020. So it's August 17th of, of 2021. It's going to be one year. We got two weeks on you. We are August 3rd, 2020. There you go. So there God bless, man. Yeah, man. It's so weird. People who don't get it, like family and friends who don't understand being a Disney nerd and they don't understand the Disney obsession, they kind of look at you like a dog that heard a weird noise when they see you and you start talking about Disney. It's like the dog heard the high-pitched noise and they, they tilt their head and they look at you like, I don't get it. It's so weird. Why is a 42-year-old man so obsessed with a kid's property? And it's hard to describe. It's it's like one of those things, either you get it or you don't. 100%. Yeah, no, I get it. We're, we're sharing a brain. So 
you're gonna you're gonna give us your most magical five Walt Disney World resorts, right? Absolutely. All right, let's start with number five. What's your number five? So number five for us is a classic. Uh, it could easily be my number one, depending on the trip and, and the day. But number five for us is the Contemporary Resort. It's the original. Some people do not like the theming, but there's just something about the monorail that goes right through that A-frame. Knowing that it is the classic resort, knowing the history behind it, Chef Mickey's is amazing. I'm a huge fan of the Wave, which is going to be renovated. That it's one of our hidden gems for dining. How do you not love California Grill? The pool is, yeah, the pool is really great. And man, you could walk right to the Magic Kingdom. You cannot beat that. No bus needed, no monorail. Just when you want to get to and fro, you just walk. There you go. And what do you think about some of the new theming they got with the Incredibles? I'm very excited. Uh, I know that's very polarizing right now that people want, they don't want everything to be IP. They don't want Mm -hmm. everything to be characters and films. But if there's a motif that fits the contemporary, the the Incredibles really does. It's that great. That Art Deco, uh, that 50s, 60s chic, that the contemporary is tailor-made for that intellectual property. You don't have to shoehorn it in. It works just perfectly. And it's just, it's touches of it. It's not like it's the Incredibles threw up on it. It's very subtle touches of it. So I'm a big fan. Can't wait. So what do you got for number four? All right. So number four, we're going to hit a moderate resort. I like both of these resorts, but I'm going to choose. I'm going to, I'm going to parse it down even further. We're a big fan of Port Orleans. If I have to choose between Riverside and French Quarter, I'm going to pick French Quarter to be really specific. It's really quaint. It's very nice. The buses are always very quick to and fro. It Again, it's got a really great vibe. Beignets for the win. (laughs) Food. At the quick service locations, great. We love the pool that's there. And we just love how small and quiet the resort is. Uh, hot tip, if I am going to stay at Riverside, I always get the princess suite. We get that princess suite, that Tiana suite. But uh, if I had a choice and had to flip a coin, I'm going to take French Quarter over Riverside. You lose some of that hustle and bustle that sometimes you want to get away from when you're at Disney. If you want to relax, it's actually one of the good ones where you just can kind of get away. It's not It's not as crazy. I guess maybe it's set back a little bit. But yeah, I, yeah it's, it gives you a nice little New Orleans vibe. Like, I want to go to New Orleans just because of of staying at the French Quarter. Uh, right, absolutely. Yeah. So. I want to go to Mardi Gras just because of French Quarter. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So what do we got for three? Number three is going to surprise some people because of the category that I'm going to go with something from the value category and I'm going to go with Disney's Pop Century Resort. It's very nice in terms of it's clean. There's lots of great IP. I'm an old history teacher, so I'm a sucker for all of the uh, the theming that's there, whether it's the oversized bowling ball pins, the giant Dunkin' Yo-Yos, the hippy-dippy pool is a good time. We like the diversity of the food court. Great when you're coming back at night and you just want to grab a quick snack or even you're a little bit hungry from the parks and you want to get a a bite to eat. Plus the Skyliner from there has been a game changer. That is a wonderful mode of transportation. And it really depends on what parks you're hitting up or focusing on in a trip. So if you're having a more Epcot slash Hollywood Studios based trip, Pop Century is so much better and convenient than staying on that monorail line because you just get really quick access to both of those parks. And the you know, the, the Skyliner is just, it's a ride in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You can just ride that to and fro different places and just enjoy that in and of itself. But we always find time to stay at the pop. Even if we're coming in a day early, we'll do a day or on the, on the end, we'll do like a split stay where we, we will decidedly stay at the pop century because we love it so much. Now, I always say pop century is one of the ones that if you have little guys too, if you have kids, it's a, one of the better ones for kids because I feel like it's so, it's more as you go to, and I don't get me wrong. My favorite one is a deluxe, but it loses some of that 
kitty magic. Do you know what I'm saying? When he gets like something, which I love. Listen, Boardwalk is my favorite. I don't know where you're going with yours, but Boardwalk's my favorite forever. Everybody that listens to the show knows. Absolutely. But I feel like the pop century, especially for children, a good feel for children. I, I, I love it. Like, whenever we bring like anyone that we bring that's young, I always say we got to stay at pop century for at least a couple of days. It's a great value. It really is a wonderful value. Mm-hmm. The resort is absolutely perfect for the people that are just looking for a bed, a clean room, a really nice theme, and a quick way to get access to the magical extras, mm-hmm. you really can't be pop century. And we stay there a lot of times when we're doing, because we, we're annual pass holders, but we do like sometimes four and five trips a year. Sometimes you, let's be honest, it's going to break the budget. You can't always stay in a deluxe resort. Mm-hmm. So you get all the perks and the amenities and the Disney charm and you're in the bubble and you don't have to break the budget on the vacation, especially if you're an annual pass holder and you get a mm-hmm. discount on the room. It really is the perfect place to stay when you need a quick Disney fix, but you don't want all that upscale amenities and you really don't need anything extra. Correct. All right. So number two. All right. Number two for me is the Grand Floridian. I will admit I had never stayed at the Grand Floridian until this year. Uh, and then we had two stays at the Grand Floridian almost back to back in uh, in May and, and April. It is uh, It must be experienced. I understand conversely from number three, whereas number three is a really great wallet budget friendly way to do Disney. The Grand Floridian, let's be honest, is not. That's when you want to splurge. That's when you want to be a Disney. VIP. That's when you want to really feel feel like a big shot, so to speak. Mm-hmm. We're blue collar people, but you know we have champagne taste and caviar. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, caviar, caviar dreams. I can't remember what Robin. It's, I know. Yeah, it was. Uh, I know. It's, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can't remember what you said. Yeah, Robin Leach's caviar, cav- yeah, caviar, caviar dream, champagne taste, and caviar dreams. Was it something of that nature? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you've got that kind of you know that hankering for that, it is absolutely the best place to stay. The pool is. We we had a hot take on our on Diz Life podcast where I said the pool there is my favorite. I took it over Stormalong Bay, believe it or not, because of the vibe of the pool and it's never that crowded, not like Stormalong Bay where sometimes it's just really crowded. Uh, the Grand Floridian just has a really great vibe to it. The whole place has a really wonderful vibe. It's a very low key, quiet and calm place despite the fact that it is a walk to Magic Kingdom. It is one monorail stop away. You have the monorail that's there. Park Fair, Citricos, Victoria and Alberts, Narcoozies, Grand Floridian Cafe, which is another other low-key favorite of ours. It's a, it's a hidden gem. It's just got so many amazing things and amazing amenities that are right there. The quick service is also incredible that you really cannot go wrong with that resort. It's one of the flagship resorts. Th- that Narcoosies is like, that's, yeah. that's, that's my, one of my, I think it's one of my wife's complete favorite on all yeah. properties, Narcoosies. And that lobby though, that would be one of the most prettiest lobbies in, in all of Disney. That's, it's breathtaking, that lobby. Incredible. And the pianist is back playing again with everything returning and resuming during Christmas time. You obviously have the gingerbread house, which is right there in the lobby, which is something that has to be experienced. It's a Disney bucket list item that you got to go check out the gingerbread house. You cannot go wrong with the Grand Floridian. Number two. All right. So your most magical Walt Disney World resort. What is it? This one is a bias because we're DVC owners. Our home resort is Wilderness Lodge is Copper Creek. Everybody loves that Copper Creek, man. You know, I haven't stayed yet. I have to tell you, I never would have thought that this would have wound up being my number one. The lobby of the of Copper Creek is gorgeous. There's a spring that goes out and a bridge, and then that Copper Creek runs into the main pool, the Copper Creek pool. The pool is incredible. We've made such wonderful memories there with my daughter, whether it's playing, we play Mermaid Cove over in the pool. It's home for us. So not only is it just an, an incredible resort, you have Artist Point Dining, you have Whispering Canyon Cafe, one of the best burgers on property 
is the bison burger that you can get at the bar at Geyser Point. Geyser Point is a hidden gem. I'm hoping that more people don't learn how amazing Geyser Point <laughs> is. Uh, you have two pools there. You have the Boulder Ridge Pool, but we love staying at Copper Creek. The rooms are, they're just really neat. The motif of, of the resort is really great. And the staff there, I love that the staff, they just make you feel like it really is your home away from home. So whenever we do our DVC stay every single August and July, we really feel like that to us personifies Disney magic. And we, we've we had the option of staying other places and we have never opted out so far of Copper Creek that we love it that much that we have never, uh, we've never stayed there. I haven't stayed at the Poly yet. We're going to stay at the Poly this August on a split stay. So to be continued as far as I'm sure that that would make my top five, but I I feel really bad ranking something unless I have a personal experience to say I've stayed there. That's awesome. I get it. Copper Creek, number one. I haven't done Copper Creek yet. I hear everybody that I know that's been there raves about it. Geyser Point, another thing that everyone raves about. I haven't had the uh, the chance to check it out yet. I got to do some resort touring at least, so, so resort hopping and check it out. I feel know. like the resort is a hidden gem too. I feel like it's cliche. Like everyone knows of the Grand Floridian. Everyone knows of the other monorail resorts. The fact that it's not connected to the monorail, you can catch boats, really does it a great service because it is a little bit off of the beaten path that it takes a little bit more effort to get to. So there's not as much foot traffic as there are at the monorail resorts. And it's quiet. It's cool. It's very cool in terms of you can walk around and sometimes not feel like there's a billion people at the resort itself. So you really feel like it's your own private place that you're just, you're in on like a really great secret. That's cool. That's cool. Well, you know, I want to say thank you for joining us on this week's Most Magical Five. And uh, Mark, before you get out of here, let everyone know where they can find you in the podcast. You can find us at www.thisdislife.com podcast.com. And then we're everywhere that you find your podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Google, and over on Podchaser. But I just want to say thank you so much for reaching out and having us on the show. I love talking Disney and that's kind of what the show is all about. We, we keep it light. We keep it positive. There's a lot of laughter. The only time we cry on the show, man, is when we're talking about our childhoods or fireworks. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure having you on. Thanks for joining us. And we'll, we'll talk soon, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Be well. You too. All right, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV Movie Minute. And as always, the Disney TV Movie Minute is brought to you by JSA Creations. And they do what, Joey? We make all your ears come true. Dan? You need a set of ears. Where do you go? You go to JSA Creations. The best in the business. They'll take care of you. They'll make all your ears come true in 3D. All right, so what do we got in uh, coming up on Disney Plus this week, guys? Um, so first up, we've got Mario Marvel Studios Legends, uh, new episodes, an exciting refresher for the various heroes and villains making their way to the highly anticipated streaming shows premiering on Disney Plus. The new episodes will feature Peggy Carter, The Avengers Initiative, and The Ravagers. I mean, listen, it's Marvel, so I like it. Yep, it'll be cool. So next up, we've got all right. So next up, we've got Short Circuit season two. Uh, this is a series of American independent short films produced by Walt Disney Animation Studio. That's about all you got. Okay. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. Okay, that's, it. That's, that's all you need. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> also, Disney Junior Fancy Nancy season two. Six year old Nancy is excited to experience what the world has to offer and to celebrate the differences that make everyone unique. This one looks pretty cool. It's America's Funniest Home Videos, Animal Edition, Season 1. 
The funniest amateur videos where the real stars are animals and their bizarre behaviors. This is a new, right? Or is I this- think it's, uh, they, is that still, is it even still on the air? It can't be. Yeah, I mean, this has sure. got to be like a rerun of season one, whenever the heck it played. I, I mean, it was on forever with Bob Saget. And then they brought the other guy. I'm blanking on his name, but the guy that used to be the guy that was in Animal House. And yeah. then Alfonso Ribeiro was on it for a little while, too. But is it still on? Well, I don't know. Seen with the stars host was the big host. Well, no, Saget was the big host at first. Yeah, he was on it. I always know host. the other guy as the big. No, host. no. And that's the guy I'm thinking of, that the guy from the guy from Dance with the Stars is the guy I'm talking about from from Animal House. Um, I can't think of his name offhand. He's from Animal House? Um, yeah. No, from. <sighs> America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. So America's Funniest Home Videos and Dancing with the Stars and Animal House all had the same guy. Yeah, he was on Animal House. The guy that just got kicked off Dancing with yes. the Stars. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, he got kicked off Dancing with the Stars. I thought you yeah. meant the host. Yeah. Um, Didn't he's the Tom host? He got Tom uh, Tom, no, not Tom Bergeron. What's her name? Yeah, yeah, I think Tyler that's right. Banks. Oh, is that Tom Bergeron? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, so yeah. Bad. They he's uh, he was from Animal House. Yeah, last time it it went from twenty to from it stopped in twenty fifteen. That's how long ago. That's when Alfonso Rivera was on it. No, that's you know they're. I mean, you never know when they're gonna bring something back. I mean, because they're bringing back a show, uh, Stupid Petrix from David Letterman. Yeah, I saw that with mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Silverman hosting. Mm-hmm. Okay, that might be pretty cool. Actually, I used to love. So that I thought, that well, maybe. Yeah. Usually, I look yeah. and I didn't look at this one all right well let me take a run at some uh disney plus stuff coming out on august 4th we have caesar milan better human better dog fit for service caesar welcomes a broken pack to the ranch and helps the pet parents overcome past trauma so they can move forward united and then we have another one by caesar milan this one is caesar milan better human better dog one brick at a time caesar comes to the aid of a 68 year old Recently retired woman, Judy, whose overexcited Australian Kelpie, Shadow, has ruined her retirement and has developed a strange fixation with bricks. Huh. A dog with a fixation with bricks? Yeah, what is like what does she chew on them or something? Yeah, like what I bet she well, I bet it's dragging them around and stuff. <laughs> oh, probably like leaving them all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Zoe would never do something like as crazy as that. She's a good girl. A dog named Shadow would do this. Well, you know what? I got to be honest, Judy probably brought it on herself, really, at one point. Yeah. Right? Totally did. So, all right. Well, then we got some more stuff coming out on the on the 6th, on this Friday. Well, when we, uh, when we let us know, Dan. We got the season finale of the Mysterious Benedict Society, which uh, is was an eight-episode run. Places undercover at a boarding school known as the Institute. A group of orphans must foil a nefarious plot with global ramifications while creating a new sort of family along the way i did watch we both watched this first episode believe that or not we did really like it but Mm -hmm. i just i never got back to it unfortunately yeah yeah i was gonna ask how was it was it worth a watch because i haven't had a chance to check it out a little bizarre actually the way Mm -hmm. it's done Hmm. but uh, but i did like it i was gonna i wasn't like in love with it but i was gonna give it another about it yeah I forgot we watched it. I tried I to watch it. I couldn't get into it. Was it boring or was it just one of the things we were taught to follow? It was yeah. hard to follow. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I think it's going to be good. I got to, I got to finish it. Okay. All right. Um, and then Stephanie, this yeah. is something you're always talking about. You want to see killer shark versus, versus killer whale. <laughs> Re- always. Almost sound like Steve Brule. It did. Uh, shot versus a killer whale in the sea. <laughs> Researchers in New Zealand dive with great white sharks to discover if they are being hunted and eaten Ooh. by killer whale. Well, it's real easy if your leg hurts, there's a dang, dang shark on it. What do you got, Stephanie? I've got Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Who cares? The mo- <laughs> 
that's truly how I feel. <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2 from 2011. After marriage, Chloe and Poppy, a couple of chihuahuas, face various parenting challenges while taking care of their five puppies. And we also have Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3, Viva La Fiesta from 2012. Viva La Fiesta! <laughs> Oh, we're so proud. Oh, well. When Poppy, Chloe, and the puppies are upgraded to a luxurious hotel, their lives are changed for the better. Mm. However, the youngest pup, Rosa, feels neglected with the change, and it's up to Poppy to show her how special she really is. This one's kind of cool. Mrs. Doubtfire, the eccentric dad, of course played by Robin Williams, of three children, dresses as a British nanny so he can care for his children at the home of their mother in this touching comedy. I love Mrs. Doubtfire. That movie is lovely. Yeah, I feel like it's on all the time, though. I feel yeah, like it's, it's yeah. so easy to find. It's on TV. It's so like, good, though. Yeah, yeah, like you can find that on TV every week. Right. Hey, listen. Hey. So yeah. did you know that, um, you know, the Howard the Duck movie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Robin Williams was cast as the duck. That's right. Originally? And he quit. I think it was like a week because he got so frustrated because he was supposed to align his speaking with the movement of the bill of the duck. And he's like, this is confining. I can't, I can't work this way. I, yeah. I, need to, I need to fly off. And so he quit. Wow. I never knew that. Yeah. Howard the Duck is Marvel, right? Yeah. I yeah. think so, right? Yeah. They should re- do a, re- a redo of that one. Now they're doing all these Marvel movies, right? Yeah, maybe they'll get around to it. I don't know. All right, cool. So you know what? Let's head over to Disney Topic Talk, guys. Disney Topic Talk. Okay, so that brings us to this week's Disney Topic Talk. And this week, we're each going to pick a Disney resort that we would love to stay in on a non-park day. Someplace we can just kind of hang out and chill, what has the best offerings for us. So with that, who wants to go first? Well, I don't think it's any surprise. They they know what ours is going to be. We, of course, picked Fort Wilderness. Yay, Fort Wilderness! Yeah. There you go. Stephanie, why, why do you want to stay there? Because my spirit lives in river country and I like to go there to be close to it. There's so much to see and do at Fort Wilderness. I feel like more than the other resorts, you have the horses, you have the boats, the boats, you have two super duper cool gift shops. Our favorite, the trading post is there. And then if you kind of venture out, which I love that, that about this resort is that you can venture out and you that other little gift shop is there where they have like little snacks and like camping kind of things. It's just fun to see at Christmas. They do the golf cart parade and all the campsites are all decked out in Christmas. And yeah, I think the other thing about wilderness is it's not really a chaotic kid park. No, you can sit on the, the little porch and the rockers and stuff <laughs> and yeah. uh, just get a, a vibe of the old Disney because of the music they play. Mm-hmm. And I think if I had to spend a day in the park or not in the park, in a resort, I liked having that old time Disney vibe. Definitely. And you can actually relax and do activities. Yeah. Love wilderness so much. But what do you guys got? Oh, let's see. I mean, go first. So I we're ch- different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ones. I chose uh, the Coronado Springs Resort. We just stayed on it a couple of weeks ago. I love the place. Not only is it, there's so much to do between the Lost City Pool 
to the movies on the stars, the volleyball court and the playground and the jogging court and the arcade. And it was so nice to stay there. And they had so many little places to eat. I know Joey's favorite was the Three Bridges uh, Bar and Grill. He had this sirloin steak with paprika fries, which he didn't share, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, Sammy, we got we to gotta find the recipe for these paprika fries. They were they so were just, good. The steak was, it was, the food was really good. But uh, right next to, even like at, where the Lost City Pool, there was like a little siesta, little bar where you can pick up food. That was really cool too, because while the kids were in the water playing, we were able to pick up food and like eat there. And the place in general was really nice. Um, the gift shop was cute. I just love the pace. They had live band on certain nights. I, I definitely cannot wait to stay there again. Yeah, you, know, you showed us those pictures of the room. I brought this up before with the silhouettes of the three Cabrillos. Yeah. yeah, they, they really need to bring those guys to the resort. Yeah. I think it would be a cool walk around. Yeah, and, and a bonus for wanting to go to stay there. Mm-hmm. And it, it ties was in with everything. What? It was a surprise when we got there. We walked in. I was like, oh, we, we, that's why we had sent you the photos because yeah. we weren't expecting that to be in the room. So I was like, oh, this is, you know, obviously we love the Tres Caballeros. So that was a, a big deal. I mean, if they had those guys that made appearances at that resort, I right. would be there. Right. I know. Yeah. The resort was great. I mean, it was. It was really big. There was um, so and, much Especially at night. And especially if you stood, because, you know, you got the, I guess it's almost like the condos section and then they got the one main building if you're high enough in the building you can it, i mean you can look out you can literally see the castle lit up from there like and a straight you can see shot fireworks. yeah like a straight shot from there so it was um it was pretty neat and then of course every you know in the mornings we would go they had a kind of a grab and go cafe restaurant type of thing yeah with cereals and uh, egg sandwiches and even at, in, in the evenings where you could go and pick up yeah steaks. it was called the El mercado de coronado yeah and it was really good. Like they had egg sandwiches and Joey's really picky with his bacon. The actual bacon was crispy and it was nice. <laughs> yeah. No kidding though. That's a right? big thing. Yeah. yeah. I it is, man. They had a sports bar, which is super nice. Mm-hmm. And um, Rick's right. What's up? Rick's. Isn't that the, is it Rick's yeah. sports bar? Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. But I did, I did like the, uh, the three bridges. Um, uh, what do you call it? Bar and grill being right in the middle of the lake there, which is pretty cool. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was, listen, it was a great resort. Rooms were nice. Yeah, it was it was a nice stay. It was the first time we had stayed there. I feel like since they did the a lot of the upgrades there that they've done, I feel like it's deluxe accommodations for moderate pricing. Like it's really the it might be one of the better values in all of of all the resorts right now, just for what they've done to that since you know adding the tower and all the other stuff they added to it, and it's still considered a moderate resort. So it's really yeah. for the price point. It's a fabulous. Um, oh yeah, it was outside. Value. Yeah, that it was, was under construction forever, right? It was yeah for a while. Well, that was a that's a big that was a big undertaking yeah. putting that tower in there. So, but it's really like it's like I, I remember when I I was I was before you guys got down there I was doing like a little resort touring when I when I was originally down here for like the few weeks that I was down here, and um, and yeah, it, just walking around there I was like wow like they've really upgraded this place a lot like it just looks like a totally different resort it's so beautiful and right. uh, yeah th- and it's huge there's so much to do there there is. Well, the thing is, it's interesting because obviously it's got the similar layout to the, it's like the, the Key West one and also the Caribbean Beach, which the Caribbean Beach we had stayed at, but at the time we stayed there was, like Dan was saying, it was under major reconstruction for a long time. So it was kind of, it just, it dampened it a bit. It wasn't as nice to stay there. I'm sure now it would be because right. it's all done, but we didn't get a chance to experience that when everything was done. And the, the layout with this, I liked a bit more than the Caribbean Beach because the Caribbean Beach was, a, this one, it was spread out but you could walk there 
Mm-hmm. The other one was kind of, you could do it, but it was more like roads and not within the resort itself. It was, it just, I don't know. It was a different type of. I, I also feel Caribbean beach is just more expansive. It just feels like everything's further it does. away. And that's what I'm saying. It does. This one's big. I mean, it, let me tell you, when you're going from, especially from where our room was, even down to the uh, Three Bridges Bar and Grill or even the pool, it was a hike mm. because it was pretty far. But I take it over. <laughs> let me tell you. But surprisingly, we really liked it. I, I knew I was going to like it, but I was really surprised when I got there just seeing so much that you can do. I, I really liked it a lot. Cool. Like you were surprised on how much you liked it. Yeah, even the rooms. I, I guess I wasn't. You don't really see much online. And then yeah. when I got there, I was like kind of surprised of everything and like well, the, the lobby stuff. Was like, I was like, wow, this is like super nice. And the food was really good, even at the mercado where you can just grab stuff to go. Like I said, the egg sandwich was amazing. They had little nachos. They had smoothies. It was really good. I, I yeah, the, the, the pizzas grab and go. It was oh. good. Oh. The pizza, however, was a little yeah. expensive, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. Very cool. Now, for me, I'm going to go with it was hard because um, there's nostalgia with other ones. But like, what do you call it? Art of animation and stuff like that. That's kind of got sentimental value just because we took Aiden there when we started. I just the place needs a refresh in order for me to really take that one. But um, Animal Kingdom Lodge for me was awesome because we had stayed there for about a week. And obviously part of the there's a caveat with that. You really need to or should if you can. Uh, stay with, you know, in one of the rooms of the balconies where you have the obviously the animals um, that you can see in the mornings or in the evenings, afternoons and stuff like that, because that's kind of like a big part of the experience. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that one is the lobby in there. It, it reminds me a lot of a Fort Wilderness or the, the Wilderness Lodge in that it's got the really big atrium with the, you know, the, the dark browns and the greens and things like that. So that one there was super nice. Rooms were really nice on that. That was pretty cool because the kids had the uh, bunk beds. In the room that we were in, which was cool, and um, which they and Gene best. would say, <laughs> "Oh yeah, Gene would definitely." I got top, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was cool though because you see Aiden and uh, you know her sister Brianna at the time. You'd see them out there, especially Aiden in the mornings, super early in the morning, sitting out on the balcony just watching the giraffes and all that stuff. Because you know he couldn't, he couldn't wrap his mind around the fact that he had animals, <laughs> animals on his balcony. Yeah. So that was really nice. The especially some of like the the pool was really nice. Um, obviously, seeing the exotic the exotic animals. We did the the quick serve the the food there is really good. The quick service the Mara is really good, and Bulma, which is where we had dinner there. That was obviously it was that's more spicy stuff at least from the like the ribs and stuff I got, which I like. So that to me was uh, really good. And then um, roasting marshmallows at the campfire. You got the playground there, the arcade, movies under the stars, which a lot of the resorts have. It was really, it was just a really nice stay. That one there, especially as a deluxe resort, it feels deluxe. Mm-hmm. Um, even more so than even at um, Coronado, which is, you know, you get that, I guess you have a premium feel to it, especially now that they've redone it. But I know there's something about the Animal Kingdom Lodge that did, you know, that just kind of felt that way. I guess it was just the way everything looked. And also um, the location of it was pretty awesome literally being not just outside the 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 park of you know animal kingdom but i don't know just kind of where it was located it was kind of nice going home at night i guess Mm -hmm. the only thing that was was tough for me was because some of these resorts are just so big and that's another one that's really big and it's interesting because they have like the main entrance and then if your room is really far from from the main lobby it can be a hike now it's one thing to walk but i know one night it was pouring rain and i remember we got back and aiden was knocked out because, you know, 
we've been at the parks all day and I had to carry him. Now he's a big kid. I had to carry him from the car through the main lobby and all the way down to our room. It must've been, there's just, there wasn't, what I was saying is it, it, it's kind of things. There's no close separate entrances. It's like the one main one. And then you got to go down the corridors. Yeah. And, uh, man, my arms felt like they were going to fall off. We <laughs> get down there. I was sweat was beating off my head because I was struggling to get down there at that point because, um, you know, I don't know. He's 80 something pounds. Now I forgot what he was then. He was probably 60, but still it was a lot. So other than that, I mean, well, but other than that, I, I, I love the place. I still, I would still like to stay there again, but again, if I do, I kind of only want to go if we can stay in one of the uh, balconies, you know, where you can see it. I mean, you can see everything out there. Though. There was a lot of wild rabbits and all kinds of stuff. Like the safari view you're talking about, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like the Animal Lodge really doesn't get the respect of how amazing that is, that you have those animals out there. I mean, that yeah, is I don't, nuts. There's I nothing know. else really like it, really. No. That, no. Oh my gosh, I hear about it all the time and it's on the commercial. But outside like, of us that that love Disney, like I don't feel it's talked about, you know, like the Mall of America here in Minnesota. Yeah. It's right. a gigantic mall. It's got an amusement park in it. You hear a lot of people talking about this. I just feel like the Animal Lodge is pretty amazing aside from being Disney themed. The mm-hmm. fact that you have these animals out there is so crazy to me. I, I and guess it's so cool. Because it's on that commercial. You know, the Disney commercial that's running right now with, you know, do you want to wake up and next switch? Right. Well, you know, the thing too cool about it too is different times of the day, there's different ones out there because they kind of cycle through and roam. So you'll see, yeah, yeah, you see all kinds of different ones. You'll see. I would like to see that. I mean, I'd like to stay in one of those. We got a photo. She might, Sammy might know where it's at more than, but we got photos of, you know, when we were there, but ones where Aiden is sitting out on the balcony in the morning. And this is like six in the morning when the sun's just coming up and, um, you know, they're out there. But it's it's really neat. They have a thing where they, of course, they can't get too close to your balcony because they kind of have it like boarded off, I guess. Right. But it, they literally are literally right there. I mean, it's it is really cool. So yeah, and you're right. I don't think it gets talked about enough. You don't really hear about it much outside of everybody that goes to Disney and stuff. Yeah. You just don't hear about it enough, and there's nothing else. It's true. There's nothing else like it, really. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried Sanaa, the restaurant Sanaa? No. Which one is that? Where's that? Uh, is it in there? Yeah. Yeah. It's no, in there. we did. We did Boma and the Mara. That was the only two. Mara is really. I like. I like Mara really a lot. I don't yeah. think I've ever did Boma. Boma's good, man. They got. I don't it. think I ever did that one. That one super good. Sanaa is really. Sanaa does this thing with. So like if you would suggest drinkers. one, what was your favorite of the restaurant? You talking to me or them? Them. Mara is like a quick service, and Boma is like a sit down. Yeah. So it just honestly, liked, it really depends on. I like Boma. Yeah, Boma was really because good. again, I like I like the spicy like the jerk chicken jerk beef like that type of stuff and that's kind of what they have okay. i remember i got ribs man it was super good it was really good plus they had, they had a nice there was i don't remember there's a bar in there and i don't remember the name of it this i mean it's that, that resort is huge all right yeah yeah i i uh i've never tried boma i gotta try that eventually but yeah i love i love sanaz they do like a bread service with like all dipping sauces and stuff it's really like really good he is really into the breads, i love it i love it he's a but, um, kind of guy um, what's that I said you're a carbohydrate kind of guy. I, I just, I, I just, I was that Italian kind of. Style. I was say you, yeah, you get it. You're Italian. You gotta love, you gotta love your breads a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah I'm horrible um, with breads. Oh, pastas and breads, and yeah. He'll be yeah. the first one. I'm on a diet, and then in the morning he's eating glo- a glazed donut. I'm yeah, like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. He's like, I don't know. No f's given. Bread for dinner. Yeah. All right. Well, 
that up. Oh, what's that? What option? Bread for dinner. Yeah. I love a good yeah. I love a good flavored bread, man. Yeah. Yum. Yeah, it was cool, man. I mean, it was just that is super cool. So yeah, so that's mine. All right. Well, um, with mine, yeah, we can hear what Gene got. I mean, I'm, uh, <laughs> even know. do you guys want to take a guess what I picked? I'm going to go with probably all stars. Star. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Enjoy nailed it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I picked the boardwalk for my, uh, my non-park day resort to, to chill at. Really? Um, I did not yeah. see that coming. Yeah. I zigged you thought I was going to zag is what happened. Exactly. But, um, let me tell you something. There's so much to do there, dude. Like, I, I, and I've done this numerous times where I'll just, I'll, I'll just hang out at the boardwalk. I've even done it being a local when I was down here for a couple of weeks before I actually really, really got back here. I even went to the boardwalk and just hung out for like three or four hours, just hanging out, going to the shops, get myself a little ice cream. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you could, you could really spend the whole day just enjoying yourself at the boardwalk. You could start by first. It's a great, if you're into exercise and running, which I'm not really right now, but eventually I might be one day. It's a great place for jogging. In fact, back in the day, I used to jog on that boardwalk. You could go all the way around the Crescent Lake. It's a nice little path you could take right in the morning. It's it, and it's empty. You can get breakfast. The breakfast options are from tremendous. You got Trattoria Forno, where it's a character breakfast, Tangled, Flynn Rider, Ariel and Eric. And then you also have Boardwalk Bakery if you just want to get a little quick service uh, breakfast, a little chocolate croissant, get your coffee, your tea, whatever you want there. The gift shops are great. Thimbles and Thread has got pretty much anything you can, you're looking for. It's, it's one of my favorite gift shops in all property. Um, I love that. They have um, the pool. Used to, the pool used to be even better. It used to be the one with the the creepy clown. You know the one I'm talking about with the creepy clown? Yeah. You come out of the clown mouth down the slide. Uh, now it's it's themed after uh, Mickey and Minnie, kind of the same kind of anime, animation technique as they have for Runaway Railway, which is cool, but it's not the same. I just, I miss that old creepy clown. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they got the Surrey bikes. You can rent the Surrey bike and you could ride that around Crescent, the Crescent Lake too. They have those the Surrey bikes that you can rent. Uh, that's always fun to do. You got to get like four people, but, you know, I like to do that with Jess and the kids. That's and then on the Corksicle is the bike. For the board. Oh, is that is that what it is? They have on the corksicles the bike. Really? So, and they also, you know what? If you ever like to do, and I love, I love this, and I don't, I know some people do too. Is resort touring? If you like, just want to go to a resort, like just basically do some resort hopping and check out the other resorts. Boardwalk is one of the best resorts to do that at because you have four resorts in walking distance. You, you run around Crescent Lake. You got Yacht and Beach Club. If you want to go check those out, you have Swan and Dolphin. If you go the other way, and then you're only a, a quick. A skyline ride to four other resorts, Caribbean Beach, Riviera, Art of Animation, Pop Century, if you want to do some resort touring from the boardwalk and do a little bit of like uh, resort hopping. Um, and then even even when it gets to that, when it gets to nighttime too, there's so much to do there at night. The nightlife there is and, uh, so obviously obviously pre-COVID because they had the they had the performers on the boardwalk, the magicians, the comedians yeah, that, that you could you, they were always yeah, they were always fantastic. They always brought people from the crowd in to do, be part of the performance. The, the carnival games right there, like the you know, the boardwalk games are always really cool. It, you know, it makes you feel like you're like out on like in Atlantic City somewhere. They also have jelly rolls. One of the best nighttime places they got where you have the dueling pianos. Really fun. Go there, get a drink, listen to the pianos going. Um, and then you got Abracadabar, another place to get some really cool cocktails. They also have Flying Fish. Have you guys ever heard of this place? I heard it was closing. I heard about this. I thought it was folklore. I, I don't no, know. it's Phenoms. It's Phenoms. It's the, it's my favorite restaurant. It's it's fantastic. It's Phenoms. There's really nothing else to say about it. Uh, they have the Margarita, Margarita Joe right there. They have, a, they have a margarita stand. They have a bunch of snack stands. They have the ice cream shop. When it's you know pre-COVID, they have ESPN, so you can go watch any of the games there. There's literally anything you could want to do at the boardwalk is there for you to do. I mean, there's there's food, there's drinks, 
there's entertainment. Then there's like the regular amenities. The pools are, are great. They have the arcades. They have the tennis courts. They have like those regular amenities. They have the, the, the where you can come out and watch the movie at night in the courtyard right there on, on the grass. But they have so many other things that I feel like some of the other ones don't have. But like I said, the nightlife and the shows, your, your availability to other resorts if you want to resort hop and do some resort hopping. Um, so that's like one of the things, like I said, I've gone there before, not even going to the parks with the idea of going to the parks, just hung out at at the boardwalk for a few hours just to just hang out there. I love it. I, I, could, I could sit there all day, every every day. I really could. So that's that's mine. Did I surprise anybody with my pick? I didn't see that coming at all. That was oh. like out of left field. I had a feeling. Steph, you, you, you knew it was going to happen, right, Steph? I had a feeling, yeah. I, Steph's yep. got it. I, I thought Pop Central was for sure. Or something like that. <laughs> nope, that's my I spot, man. Love the boardwalk. We've been there before. Love it. I um, love it too. It's um, I do like it pre-COVID when you know they did have the live entertainers and stuff. That was always really neat. Yeah, that I mean, don't get me wrong, the carnival games are back, which I feel like if the carnival game, carnival games can be back, why don't they have the entertainers back? But it must have yeah. something to do with it probably has something to do with the with their with with that role. I mean, a lot of the actors aren't back yet. So it probably has something to do with like a like a union thing, I guess. Yep. But um, but that's always been great. And I can't wait to the dueling pianos at Jelly Rolls open. Have you guys ever been to Jelly Rolls? No. We have not. No. So much fun, guys. Like that's a place where if we ever down there together, we gotta do jelly rolls together. It's a lot of fun. The pianos, the drinks. Drinks. It's I love jelly rolls. They're actually right now too. The, uh, the guy who played the piano, one of the guys, piano Rob, who plays at jelly rolls, actually does the brunch now at uh, the boathouse in Disney Springs on Saturdays and Sundays at eleven o'clock. Yeah, so you can still I watched him live on Instagram. Uh, yeah, he does a lot of live yeah. stuff on Instagram too. He's yeah. he's really good. He does. He's yeah. really good. He's a re- and he's a good guy too. Everyone out there, support your musicians. Yes, and you know what? Even better, he's a former New Yorker like me. So yeah. I already love the guy. He's a good dude. That's going to do it this week, guys. So let's do some thank yous. Um, hang on a second. Oh, what? Uh-oh. What? Do you guys what? notice something? What? We oh, have I did went notice. an entire show without a dad joke. I did notice <gasps> that. Like a half oh, hour. that's true. Gene, that's, um, that's a pretty bad oversight. Have you done? You call yourself the dad joke champion and you just drop the ball. Yep. I See, everybody, he doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about you. <laughs> All about Gene. All about Mr. Haven't seen you in a minute. It's phenoms, but nope. No dad. No, what no, happened? I, really, I don't know. I completely forgot to prep one. Wow. It's like an it's like an incomplete show almost. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little disappointed right now. Uh, Dan, <laughs> I totally would have gotten off and when and, and at the in the editing process, I would have realized I was like, oh shoot, what did I do? I'm gonna I'm gonna have two Hall of Fame dad jokes next the week. One two punch. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna, gonna you guys. It, you're not. You're gonna. You're gonna be. Your heads are gonna be spinning. I know you're gonna disappoint my father. So the dad joke double feature. <laughs> Tell Mister Drew I apologize. Tell him that yeah. I'm, I got two for him next week. There you go. Yeah, I'm well, gonna double. I'll double up next week. <laughs> he's got to give me one more shot, Joey. Tell him to give me one more shot. I don't even think we know you anymore. Like that's. Uh, I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> I really. I can't even because usually what I'm doing, like like when I write down my notes for the. Yeah. I, I usually come up with it right then and there, and I just completely didn't even think about it. You're super bummed out right now. I really. I feel like a loser. I am one pathetic loser. <laughs> Dan loves it. That's a win for Dan. Well, it's okay. Go ahead and do your thing. All right. Well, let's let's do some. I apologize to everybody for not having the dad joke. I feel like I ruined the show for everybody, you guys included. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Apology not accepted. <laughs> well, Dan, I'll tell you what. I'm coming back. 
I'm going to come back with two Hall of Fame dad jokes next week. You're going to love them. Dude, you guys are going to, you guys are going to text me during the show saying that you're right. That joke was phenoms. That's what you guys are going to text me next week. I can tell you right now. Oh, I hate so gross. So but anyway, guys, let's towel off and uh, get to see some thank yous and some announcements. First, let's thank Mark from This This Life podcast for joining us today and talking about some of his favorite Disney World resorts. Also, I was, this is something that, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier and we touched on it a little bit. And I just want to say, you know, one year anniversary is coming up tomorrow, August 3rd, from when we first started this podcast. We really didn't know what it was going to be. None of us knew each other. I trusted you guys. You guys trusted me, meaning you guys in the cast and also the you know listeners. And uh, so, you know, I just wanted to say a couple of thank yous. I want to thank the listeners uh, that made everything possible. I want to thank all the guests that we had throughout the course of this year that also helped make this thing possible. I want to thank my family who let me basically pick up my life and come down to Florida and, and get and move down here, as we used to say. And for my wife being so supportive of, of you know, when, it's weird when, you, when you're in your 40s and you tell your wife, I want to uproot our lives to do a Disney podcast, you think you're going to get smacked. And she was completely supportive from day one. And so I just want to thank her, my kids, Zoe, the Peacocks, and my whole family. And when I say family, it doesn't end there. It also goes to you guys, Dan, Stephanie, Joey, and Sam. You guys have become nothing less than family. And this show wouldn't be remotely anything with with if we weren't if it wasn't for all you know all four of you guys. Do we come before or after the peacocks? I'm just you're all in one big group. Clearly after. <laughs> you're all it's it, whatever you guys are all together. You guys are all included. Like I said, my family, and you guys are part of my family now. You guys are all included. Listen, if you guys were the peacocks, you'd get it. You'd love them too. We love I, you. I, I hope you guys do because I love you guys. Thank you. And, we um, love you. Yes. And you know what? And again, like like the same way I say how you know the listeners had to like really kind of put some trust in us to listen to us for this long you guys did too you know i was just a, a dm in instagram when i reached out to each of you yeah we thought you just wanted three years but no but you know what though it's been it's honestly um, i feel and i've said this before to you guys and i've said it to anyone else that's ever like ever asked me about how we met and stuff and i've said it before but i am nothing less than completely blessed to have met you guys to been able to have done this show with you guys. And you guys are, I like to think this is a dream for all of us to really kind of make this something more than what it, than what it was when it started, more than what it is now, just kind of keep growing with it. And I know it's my dream. And, you know, I, I think you guys are on the kind of the same page with that. And think again, we- amigo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's not, thank you for helping be part of my dream. You know You're what here. I mean? You're here, man. Listen, I, I couldn't ask for a better group of, of friends to do this with. You guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. And you guys are what makes the show what it is. I've always said to everybody, I have zero talent, man. If it wasn't for these guys, we, this wouldn't be a thing. That's why you guys know that. I thank you guys so much. And I love you guys. And it's only one year. It sounds like I'm, it sounds like we're shutting down shop. We're not. I but I feel like a year is something that if you would ask me a year ago, would it be around for a year? I would have loved to, to have been. But I really, you know, I really wasn't sure. And the fact that we have now gotten to a year and we're just growing and growing and growing and getting stronger and stronger and stronger just shows you the commitment that you guys all have, you know, and the, all the, you know, all the work that everybody does. And, I, you know, Dan you know, with the news and Sammy, when she pitched in with the news, uh, you guys have always been amazing. And, and everybody brings their A game when they're on here. This time we get on this thing, we're tired. We're, sometimes we're on to like midnight and we yeah, get tired. I know people don't realize. Stephanie's like, guys, I got to go to the gym. Like just Stephanie. So, but she brings her A game. Joey works all day, rushes here from work, literally just, just in time to get on and gets right in, the, gets around on the microphone. You would never know anybody is having a bad day for the most part, because we just come to work and we, it's almost like the bad day goes away a little bit when we're, when we're all together. Um, and that's why it takes us so long to do these episodes. We said oh, it before. Definitely, definitely something we look forward to, you know, because it's, it is, especially if I've had a rough day, it's something that, you know, kind of gets me away from that type of stuff. Yep. Yep. And that's what I say to people. 
people when they you know when they say, "Well, why don't you do a live show?" I said, "Because it takes us four hours to do a show," and they're like, four hours." And I said, "Well, yeah, but it's because you know what? It's five friends that don't see each other all week and then hang out for like, and that's our our night to hang out. That's like our that's like our night out, you know. But it's on Zoom, so that's why the, when the episode lasts as long as it does, it's because we'll talk in between segments about our lives and about our you know our friendships and about other things we got going on that that's not for the show, and that's why it takes so long, and that's why I don't mind it when we do when we take long times because we're friends and we're talking, and that's that's what it's that's what it's about. So I just went. I wanted to be, make sure that was recognized. But with that, you know, let's let's say goodbye to everybody. And oh uh, my god, are you done? No, all kidding aside. <laughs> when sure, when uh, we talked about doing the podcast and uh, just the thought of committing to a night every week, there's no way I would have thought. For the most part, we've we've been here every week, and it's crazy that we've done a year of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And we're in the same boat. It's you have a rough day, you're dragging. It is kind of a, a chore to, you know, get going in time and, and get place. But you're right. Once we get going, it's just all kind of it's like the friends that if if we didn't see for a, a year, you just fall right back into yep. it. That's how it is every week. Absolutely. And uh we're we never were looking for a podcast. We never really thought about doing a podcast. So it's been a pretty, pretty enjoyable addition to something. It's like when you have a kid and you never, never thought you're going to have a kid. It's like we had a podcast baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it would, it's hard to imagine life without it now. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah we we'll um, love all you guys. We do. Well said, Dan. Excuse me, Moose. Um, you want to say? It's definitely, I'm glad that this brought us all together. Like, it definitely feels like we've known each other for years. It doesn't feel like a year. Right. Yep. We're all so different. And that's what I love the most is that we just kind of like click together. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a way, it feels like it's been a short time that we've had this podcast. It doesn't feel like it's been a year, but at the same time, I feel like I've known you guys for like 20 years. And to be honest, it really was an instant chemistry. It really was. I think, I think we did that first episode that we did. It was our third episode where we did it, where it was me, Dan, Steph, Sam, Shakti, who is no longer on the show, but still a friend. And I remember I spoke to, I don't know if I said it to everybody. I know I definitely said it to Dan. I was like, this is actually the cast that I, this is the cast that I feel most comfortable with. And I've known those other people that were on episode two for years, but this was the cast that I felt comfortable. This is the guest that made me feel like I could be myself, made me feel like this is who I wanted to, to be with. And it was like almost an instant chemistry. And then when Joey came in and when they when when you guys were talking about your ears and me and Dan were like, yo, he's he's like a perfect fit. We got, you know, he, he's got to come back. And we told Sam, whenever he wants to come back, bring Joey back. He's great. And since then, he's been a fixture in, in the I room too. So nice at the time. <laughs> What's that? I thought he was just being nice at the time. No, no, no. Believe me, you, you, I, it was like, you could feel like there was like an instant connection with Joey too, from all of us. And that's the thing we're, we are all so different, but I feel like we're like puzzle pieces. Puzzle pieces all look different, but they fit together and we fit together. It is crazy like that. I listen, the night that I had to, I did have to fill in for Sammy where I was on the first one where I was on the full episode with, I was, I mean, and normally I do this type of stuff, but I was somewhat nervous because I didn't know Dan very well. And you know, you want to, you know, you want to do well. So I, I wanted to at least, you know, represent our side of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I just uh, I'm just thankful that it it just kind of worked out that way. I mean, I felt the same when, when the show was over with. I felt, man, that, you know, it, it felt natural to me. Yeah. So I just obviously I'm thankful you guys accepted it or accepted me, I guess, and even took a chance to to let me fill in for Sammy because, you know, you reached out. It was really Sammy's the face of JSA Creation. She's in all the photos and I don't want to see me. They're gonna, we're going to put Sammy up there. So <laughs> that's really going to be the thing. So, oh, I do want to tell you something, because I know you mentioned earlier as a joke that 
you have zero talent, you do really good with the interviews, Gene. Well, I appreciate you know, it. You don't take enough credit for that. That's just because I don't know how to. That's because I talk. Oh, that's just because I talk too much. And I don't shut up. I've been telling him that for a really long time because he wanted to get away from it. Um, yeah. Just did it himself, and I said I I don't agree. There's an art form to interviewing, and it's not easy to do. So when you do it, you come across natural. Whether you think you don't have the talent for it, you do because yeah. it's not everyone can do it like that. Well, yeah. So I, I appreciate that. I do appreciate that you guys. You know. Yeah, I mean, you don't have any other talent, but <laughs> that one there is but perfect. That. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you so. what, I'll tell you one last thing. It is exhausting. And it is, like Dan said, I didn't, never thought that it, it's such a tough, it is a tough commitment because, yeah. you know, you already know that the scheduling and all the stuff and what we got to go through that, to get everything ready to, to get on here and do this, how tired we are. And we kind of, like Dan said, sometimes I feel like, man, I'm going to suck tonight. And then it just kind of, I don't know, the energy comes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like we lift each other up. Yeah. yeah. And it's just yep. crazy because you, what happens like with us and everybody, we all have these crazy schedules. And I know with us, we barely have any spare mm-hmm. time at all. And sometimes what happens is your life gets real crazy. And then you're like, man, maybe I should cut this out and then, you know, stop doing this to just make a little more room. But I would never, no matter how tiring it is, I, it's not something I would ever want to remove. And like Dan said, it's now that we've been, you know, we've been doing this, I can't see myself or us not doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even, it would be like a piece missing mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. So. I mean, I agree. I mean, I think we have like very stressful lives that this is the one thing that we look forward to just having some adult time and just kind of like bonding with you guys and just cracking jokes Like we look forward to it, you know, because and we appreciate it even more because of our stressful lives. Mm-hmm. So kind of like going to a movie. It's like you you can check out for those two hours yep. when you go there and lose yourself. And so when right. we come here, we right. for the most part, we all just kind of okay. We're going to be together for this, and we get to talk about Disney. I yeah. mean, it's yep. yeah, right. That we get to do, you know, yeah, for but sure. It is, you said it right. It was, it's like a we just check out of yeah what's going on, you know. Yeah. It's nice to, you know, I have a friend, I have a friend, but uh, he's not a Disney guy, but it's that guy that just, we laugh so much. And even if I'm just going over there to hang out and watch shows or whatever, it really is something that's needed, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when we do this, it's the same type of thing. It's like, it really gets you through your week and it gives you that something that's not drama and chaos, you know? And and that's what I always say for Mm -hmm. for our listeners, this is supposed to be the candy store. This is, if they want to listen about mask stuff, they can watch CNN, Fox or MSNBC or their local news. This is the candy store. You know, it's, this is where, this is, their escape too from all that other stuff when they listen so so but you know before we say goodbye uh actually i forgot i have one more announcement uh make sure you guys tune in next week we'll be uh joined by artist and illustrator jared mariyama and you guys might know him from hipster mickey creations uh he has the uh, disney cute collection he also was um he had that disney home goods line as well so make sure you guys stay tuned next week for jared mariyama when he stops by and uh with that let's let's uh say goodbye to everybody let's start with joey and sam in sunny miami bye Bye, guys. Great show, as always. A lot of fun. Um, looking forward to next week already. And uh, you can also check us out at JSA Creations. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, Etsy, at JSA. And then Creations is 3D instead of EA. And we do have some, well, the Halloween's, you know, I know we're still a little early, Spooky but is in the, yeah, in the, <laughs> the year world um, and small shops. Yeah. We, you know, everything's kind of like sped up by months. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Halloween stuff is coming. So, 
anybody that's into Halloween, I know a lot of people are, keep an eye out. Cool, we will. And over there in uh, in sunny Minnesota, the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph, we'll see you next week, man. <laughs> Thanks for tonight. It was so fun. <laughs> and hey, guess what? You can check us out on Instagram at Rack and Roll DW. We need to get a jingle. I come up with this jingle. For Sam and Joey, and we don't. Have I know to it was outstanding. Oh, right. Well, right. I'll have to work. I'll have to go on a walk and come up with a <laughs> yeah, new exactly. show. There you go. On walk, but. I am trending on TikTok. What? Look at you. Uh huh. If you guys want to check it out, I have sixty-four followers, but one of my videos has over sixty-five thousand views right now. So <laughs> that's kind of exciting. It's stuck to our And that that video is not Disney. What's the video? It's yeah, which one is it? Video that she did on a girl that had dreads for how long she one of my clients had i gave her dreads 21 years ago and she just all of a sudden people are going through life changes you know and then all of a sudden she came in and i've been seeing her regularly for 21 years we maintenance her dreads keep them tidy keep them tight and all of a sudden she said i want to shave them off and so i just took a little video not even a good video i mean in my hairstyling career this is like the dumbest video i probably ever actually ever taken <laughs> and of course that's the one that goes you know I, isn't it crazy how it works uh so yeah so it's just kind of funny but yeah so it's not disney related but our, in, our instagram is hooked up to more importantly stephanie tell them about the other video you post oh yeah and then we have dan doing guy fietti <laughs> no dan it's dan fietti. dan fietti there you go Eating pizza at Casey's. That's right. So if you want, you want to get some good laughs for a laugh, a smile, and have a rip on day. Why don't you go over to Rock and Roll DW next? <laughs> there you go. So loud. That's kind of a bad one. So loud. Wasn't a smooth one. Yeah, but guys, that's that's listen. That's how it is. Yep. Yeah. Gotta be loud. Yep. So guys, I am Gene. You can find me on Instagram at the magical lifestyle at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. And remember, have a great day, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>